You're checking out Pittsburgh's best podcast. Welcome to the pit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the pit with Andy and Lou. How you doing, Andy? I was pretty sure I was going to have to bail you out again there. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll work on it. It seemed to work out pretty well. But how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Had some uh, frustrating moments earlier with some uh, computer gear. But other than that, I got a hammer and I, I feel better. Nice. I don't know if the computer gear is fixed, but I, I do feel much better. Hey, it's all we need. That's all we need. I'm glad you're doing good. I'm doing great. And as always, producing for us is Steezo. How are you doing tonight, Steezo? I am hanging in there. Sorry about the fade in. Apparently, the button that I hit didn't uh, uh, allow me to fade into your cameras, but you're on camera now. Uh, I'm doing great other than that tonight. Thank you. No, good, good. It's always good to hear from you. All right, welcome back. You know, this is your weekend review. But before we get to that, I did want to bring up two quick things. Number one, Andy, it was brought to my attention uh, last weekend that uh, I might have family listening to this podcast. So, so what I, what I want people to know is, um, you know, I've taken great pains if you are listening, um, to hide the identity. So we, Stizo has a very intricate production style that makes sure nobody knows I'm related to the Del Preets or D'Antonis. Fuck Christ on a cracker. Oh, well, all right then. I did not mean to divulge that and I'm sorry. Okay. Um, well, anyway, you know. Um, that, that was, that was, that was brought to my attention by somebody who thought maybe, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're good. We're good. I'll fix it in post. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing yeah. a exam again. Well, it's not that anyone's listening. Not that anyone is listening in particular tonight, just that they might be listening. So like maybe not talk about sending dick pics over the internet, but I was like, well, if they're listening and they know me and their family, they should know that that's what's coming up. So if I say fuck them a hundred times, it's okay then. I mean, it should be. Okay. <laughs> but the second thing I wanted to bring up, uh, and I know this is more of like along the lines of like international headlines, but I didn't, I didn't want to wait. I just want to get right into it. But uh, how about uh, how about Kim Jong Un dead, maybe dying, vegetable? I don't I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I'll take no fucks given for a thousand, Alex. Yeah, no kidding. But have you seen his sister? She is definitely on the if I ever get divorced smash list. <laughs> Fair enough. Have you seen her? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not start with the seizures again. <laughs> That's a callback joke. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, I mean, I did. I, I was looking at her, man. She's pretty hot, right? But you know what else, though? Like, when you look at a picture of her, she looks like she stacks bodies, man. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah, she looks like she does not take any shit. Like, go ahead and say something. I bet right now she's I bet right now she's making lists of people who are celebrating her brother's death. <laughs> um, I guess I'm on that list then. Yeah. I mean, most of the world is. But, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. When you look at her, it's like this weird, like, She's kind of hot, but you know, I don't know if I could take that kind of crazy, man. Because she she does, man. When you look in her eye, she looks like she stacks bodies, man. <laughs> uh, just it's the family lineage, so uh, there's there's not a doubt in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I, that would be definitely something like you know. I mean, I don't think I'd try to build a relationship. You know, I just like kind of smash and try to sneak out the back window and not get gassed. I'm I'm trying to look her up right now. Yeah. But uh, I mean, and it, I mean, for a lot of reasons, I wouldn't want to hang around, right? I mean, the fact that she's murderous is one, but the other is I I couldn't even pronounce her name uh, if I tried. She's got bat shit crazy all over her. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No doubt. Yeah, she's the kind of, kind of girl that put three holes in your condom just to get just to trap you. Oh, oh yeah, 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. She, What's her name? What What is it? What is her name? Uh, Kim Jong Un's sister. <laughs> That's what I typed in. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am. It's, it's, uh, Kim, either, depending on which page you're looking at, it's either Kim Yo Jong or Kim Sol Song. Uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't say it. No, if, I, if you can't say it 10 times fast, you don't need to be married to him. Her nickname is Something Wong. Uh, yeah. Right. Keep that, keep that in mind there. No kidding. <laughs> Somebody slacking on the producer pine. <laughs> As always, we're filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. The reason you tune in your local headlines. First headline out of Pittsburgh. Two vehicles involved in a crash. And another news, water's wet. <laughs> <laughs> Two vehicles, huh? <laughs> when I saw that, I thought, man, it is hurting. Corona has killed more than people. <laughs> It's killing the news cycle. It's killing this podcast. Um, <laughs> all right. Number two. Number two, number two headline out of Pittsburgh. Trio charged with breaking into vending machines face felonies because of COVID-19 pandemic. And so uh, so two things I thought about this. Number one is they were caught lurking near the business, as the article says. And so, you know, it's been a while, but in honor of the late, great Doc Thompson, we'll give you a pro-criminal tip. So pro-criminal tip number 148. When committing crimes, avoid lurking. You will look suspicious. Yeah. Um, how much? How much stuff did they steal from the vending machine? I had it said be, they were. Oh, go ahead. It had to be a shit ton to be a, a felony charge. So that was my second thing, right? Is like, so the story never explains the felony because of the COVID pandemic. So I'm not even. I'm not even sure about that. Like, uh, that's just your friendly neighborhood tyrannical uh, forces at play. No, 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 no. Because if you don't believe in COVID nineteen and and its response to everything, then you don't believe in science. <laughs> but I do believe in tyranny. And yeah. Oh, for sure, man. But yeah, I didn't get that at all. Like, uh, but it said they were found with the box, like the coin box from inside one vending machine, and a bunch of snacks. <laughs> like, were, they, were they high? I don't know. Why are they? Why are they lurking? I don't don't lurk. That. If you're stealing, don't lurk. Pro criminal tip number 148, don't lurk. And then I don't know if I ever explained it to you guys in the audience, but I'll just tell you uh, uh, real quick. So I always say in honor of the late, great Doc Thompson. So he used to give out pro criminal tips, and he had a morning talk show on The Blaze for a while, for a number of years. And he had some other talk shows and everything uh, uh, around the country and various other places. Um, he died a couple of years ago. So, um, you know, just to give him credit, uh, not get accused of stealing a bit. But anyway, great guy if you ever encountered the archives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he got hit by a train. So anyway, all right. Medic hospitalized for cardiac arrest while rescuing rescuing bicyclist who fell down a hill in Frick Park. I'm so confused right now. Yeah, I'll read it one more time. Medic hospitalized for cardiac arrest while rescuing bicyclist who fell down a hill in Frick Park. So. Andy, it's story time with Lou. <laughs> now let's pretend we're a high, uh, we're, we're we're a high value show, and this is a multi camera shot here. Oh, oh, okay. And so, <laughs> <laughs> this evening's story time. 
So one of the things I always said was, right, people would ask you, like, what are some what are some pretty, you know, bad Corman calls or whatever? You ever had anybody ask you that in your career or whatever? Like, what's a call you went on? What's a bad thing you did or something, you know, um, medic-wise or Corman-wise? Sure. Yeah. So same here. So w- one that I always keep in my back pocket for a quick story for any audience is, you've been, have you ever done training at Mount Fuji? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so you know it's horrible. And when yeah. you first get there, you're not accl- acclimatized, right? Right. Right. So it's high, high, uh, high elevation. You know, and the Marines' way to acclimatize is to go on a run, right, on day one. Right. And do all these other things, right? Well, so it's like day two, day three. Right. Yeah, we hit the mountain. And, uh, you know, what do Marines do when you hit – when they when, when Marines when Marines hear Corman up, they relay the call, right? Right. So I hear Corman up, and it's like day three in Fuji, so I'm not fully acclimatized. So I like a good Corman, I grab my molly bag, and I go running about a quarter mile down to where I heard Corman up. And I'm like, hey, what's up, fellas? What's going on here? They're like, man, I don't fucking know. I heard that shit from down the hill. So I'm like, <laughs> so I gotta, like pick up my bag and keep going, man. So now I'm up to about a half mile, and I kid you not. Hey, so what's going on? I don't fucking know. I heard that shit from over there, man. <laughs> so now we're about a mile in with my backpack at a higher elevation. I am hurting. And I get there, man. And it's a group of Marines with one guy bleeding from his hand who cut his hand open, opening a freaking MRE. <laughs> so, dude, I kid you not. I threw my bag on the ground, sat down on a rock, started sucking wind. And I was like, son, just put white shit on red shit till there's no more red shit. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> this yep. could man, it took forever to catch my breath. And that is what I have to say. That's one of the worst calls I ever went on, man. That's when you always break out with the. Self-aide, buddy-aid, culminate last, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I, I kid you not, though. I threw that thing down, and I was like, man, just put the white shit on the red shit until there's no more red shit, and I'll be over here. <laughs> you know? I'm a Perry in the room. You're absolutely correct, but you know what? It's Lou's show, so fuck it. <laughs> I can't see the comment. What did he say? He said, isn't it acclimated? Oh, he might be right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But like I said... It's your show. That's right. It is my show. There's a reason I don't see the comments. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then I, you know, I was just thinking, man, it's a shame. But you know, I, I have in my lifetime seen a lot of guys out of shape. And if you caught me four years ago and I had to go on a call, I probably would have fell down the fucking hill too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next headline. Fayette County man wanted for beating children with metal bats, sticks, wooden boards, and belts. And when asked why he took his belt off. When asked why, he took his belt off and mumbled something about his award-winning grass. <laughs> and it took to that officer's ass. Now, I made up that second part. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I always think, like, you know, uh, I, I mean, what was he wanted for? Uh, you, you know, like, uh, how-to videos? Yeah, exactly. That's the first thing that's in my head. How much does he charge? <laughs> yeah. All right, our audience can cool it a little bit. <laughs> Your your He Man and Skeletor audience there. Uh, oh man! No, really don't you don't have to break it out. I it's, it's too far away. Yeah. I, was, I was just looking to make sure they were still there. All right, yeah, it's a high value uh, item there. All right. Last but not least, and we actually do have some audio to go along with this local story here, um, Mr. Producer. So, message of motivation from Pitts Lance White. And when I saw this, I was like, well, hell's bells, man. We need to hear Lance White. I don't even know who that is. But if he's got his name in the paper and has a message of motivation, we might as well hear it. And uh, 
you know, so anyway, I was like, who the fuck is Lance White? Clicked on the article. And what I see, he's the uh, woman's basketball coach for Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah. I was like, man, that's, I thought that, you know, I was like, I thought maybe like the football coach or I don't know. But we do have some audio. Somewhere. Uh, we had audio. <laughs> Here's stadium where our women basketball teams play. We know can dunk, but good fundamentals. That more fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you're killing me. <laughs> I'm so glad you find that shit funny. I do, man. I just, you know, I... and again, <laughs> does anybody does anybody here watch the NBA, the WNBA? Anybody? No. Does anyone watch the WNBA in the comments? If you com- <laughs> click like and comment, your favorite WNBA player. <laughs> Where's the cricket? Stiso, we need the cricket somebody. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I'd just like to say uh, cricket. Yes. I'd like to say thank you and welcome. I see some, uh, some new, some new uh, faces or names in the room tonight. So, uh, if you're a first time listener, I'm pretty sure you'll be a uh, last time listener. <laughs> That's right. Still, still like to welcome you to the room anyway. Yes, yes. You know, it's funny uh, during the whole um, you know uh, equality pay thing, and I, I don't want to get into that because the whole thing. But the the WNBA spoke out about you know w- women's inequality and pay, but the fact is the NBA actually keeps them afloat and pays, pays for their, their league. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so anyway. It's it's I'm I'm not trying to be sexist here. I just don't find it um, exciting or appealing at all. However, uh, I will say that uh, two things. Number one, I do like women's MMA. I do find that fascinating and exciting because they go out there and and a lot of times those um, those fights are more more exciting than the men's fights. Believe it or not. And the, the second thing I want to say is that our phone lines are open. And if you want hey. and you want to talk about anything or, or nothing at all, just to get Lou to shut up for a minute, that'd be great. Uh, the number is 316-512-1465. Again, 316-512-1465. And if you look right above me, uh, above my shimmering, bald greatness, you'll see the number. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, I I watch uh, you know, I like women's tennis and I like uh women's golf. <laughs> yeah, but you don't like golf or tennis. You just like watching the women. Well, I mean, the length of skirt may have something to do with it. Yes. Uh, well, that's it for local headlines. Let's move on to the national headlines. Unless you got anything, any, anything else you'd like to add? Local. Yeah. Nope. Uh, <laughs> since though I'm not local to your area, no, I have nothing to. <laughs> I know. This is the most painful part of the show for you, and I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> fantastical. Um, so Vinny is in the room, and he just wants to throw in once again. What's the Joey hotline number? Again, that hotline number is three one six five one two one four six five. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Hey, so all right, your first national headline, and this uh, this this will strike close to home for our producer. But Kentucky man, Kentucky. I should just stop right there. But Kentucky man named Tupac Shakur files unemployment, sparking confusion and apology from governor. 
Wait, I thought that motherfucker was dead. <laughs> well, so the best part is apparently there was a lot of fake filings for uh for uh um unemployment. And so when they saw Tupac Shakur, they were like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Turns <laughs> out Obama named him that. Oh no shit. Up. And he does need unemployment. <laughs> so they had to apologize. <laughs> you you know, Brad in the room throws out that he likes watching uh women's volleyball. Uh beach volleyball sir actually oh even better actually uh yeah either either beach or team I, i'm good with either yeah i like to watch men's volleyball and pretend they're japanese with small titties and their shirts off <laughs> uh there is an inside joke to that so those that don't yeah. is married to a japanese woman so that explains a lot just saying <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't want to get to <laughs> Too late. You're already in trouble, fucker. I'm already down the drain. <laughs> I'm already down the drain. All right. And, and, and for the record, I am not from here. I just live here. <laughs> yeah. We we know, but it's just more fun to. It is. It is there. Just to see the banjo make an appearance. <laughs> hey, so it, so in all honesty, like if you if you were named Tupac Shakur. Would you take that as a bad sign or a good sign? That's a tough question, man. Uh, I mean, because he, you know, could go both ways. It, it could, um, and, and everybody's got to go at some time anyway. So fuck it, you know. Give, yeah, yeah. Give, as <laughs> he would say, the money in the hose. <laughs> you know, when I was a uh, when I when I was in. Um... You know, we had assigned chow halls way back in the 90s, right? Like you could only eat at certain chow halls with your uh, card. You had to show your card back in the day when you had a card. So we used to just roll up into the base chow hall and uh, say we forgot our card and sign in as like Peter Parker, Bruce Wayne. I mean, like the whole Justice League would sign in and go eat go eat lunch on Steak and Lobster Day. Well, that's that's what I loved about uh, pre um, pre fucking name tapes. Mm-hmm. Cause you know my my favorite unit was always uh, who are you with? Bulk fuel, baby. <laughs> that was always the famous uh, the escape goat. Yeah, when I when I was at MSOB and we used to go to the range and everybody, and we had the kit that no one else had. Everybody be asking where we were from. We'd tell them combat rations. <laughs> <laughs> and then this one guy made up this whole dude. It was amazing. He had this whole story about going to combat rations operator course, which is the best because because the acronym is Croc. Like this is a Croc of shit. <laughs> but he had people eating it up, man, eating it up. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, man, to graduate, you got to know case A. You know, meal seven is you know." <laughs> <laughs> and he and he was saying the reason we had such good gear was because somebody's gonna get hatch out of the front. <laughs> like you gotta fight your way there. Oh, it, was, it was hard to keep a straight face. I used to have to go buy a hot dog from that shit vendor and like, just to get off the range to go. There. I was gonna laugh in people's faces. And anyway, Croc eight, and then you'd go to Ad Croc Advanced Combat Rations Operator Course. Oh man! All right. Anyway, next, next, next headline. Let's move on. We've been yeah. sidetracked long enough. Please. Next headline: Zoom meeting hijacked by Mike Coxlong. Bend over and porn. <laughs> ben, but I hardly know you. <laughs> and I totally missed this one, man. <laughs> but, uh, but South Somerset District Council wanted to talk about getting the infrastructure ready for the new houses and held a Zoom call open to the public, <laughs> where the above were in attendance. <laughs> well, you know that it's. It's funny, but it's not funny because um, 
a lot of the schools are using Zoom now, and, and hackers are are getting into that, and they're putting fucking porn shit in there, and you know, with, with school, especially elementary age kids, and that's that's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's if you want to do that to a business, I'm all for it. You know, have have a good laugh at a business expense, but leave the fucking kids alone. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, you know, I always wondered like why would why would anybody want to uh, ruin something good? But you know, it's a uh... It's all about uh, notoriety, I guess, in the hacker world. Who knows? Yes, I, I mean, I'm I'm all for a good laugh, just as the next fucker is. But uh, keep the kids out of it, man. <laughs> but I did. I never. I never even thought of the my, Mike Mike Coxlong. <laughs> Mark Barris. Mark Barris throws in the room. Sounds like a submariner headline. It does. It does. And my my response to that is sounds like jealousy. <laughs> Has he rated us on Yelp yet? I don't know. Go eat your fucking poi. Give us a five-star review before you comment in the room, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> I still have your socks, by the way. Just throw <laughs> that out there. You suck, yeah, jackass. At some point, they'll get mailed back to you. Crusty. <laughs> yeah, right? You have to get one of them long envelopes, because so, you have to be able to bend them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put them in with the plastic, you know, and I, and I want to seal them so they like reactivate and it melts in even further, and then like you know. So I'm gonna I'm not gonna put it in with an ice pack. I'm gonna put it in with a heating pad, so when you get it, it's nice and uh, fresh. <laughs> All right, man, man. Next headline: Man takes 43 wet sponge hits to the face for Guinness record, and you know that's probably the only wet thing that's gonna be on his face. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, good for you, sir. <laughs> Forty-three. That's the record, huh? I, I wow. guess. I don't know, man. You know, again, like I said, probably going to be the only wet thing ever on his face. So he needs, he needs to up his game a little bit. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's uh. Enjoy that record, sir. Enjoy that. Uh, you know, all this talk about all these these records and these headlines really wants me. Makes me want to go ahead and say that the uh, phone line is three one six five one two one four six five. Please, somebody save me from Lou talking. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, call in, call in the show. <laughs> All right, hey, here we go. Struggling to use facial ID with your mask? Apple releasing update to solve that problem. So the so the update will appear on your phone screen when you turn it on. Look for the enter password icon. <sighs> Darwin Award. That's that's all I can say. But yeah, but apparently they're going to release an app. I don't. Uh... Oh my god, you're fucking killing me tonight, dude. <laughs> uh, people, you know, you can't think of this stuff, man. People have to do it. You just can't think of it. It's true. All right, Trudeau announces a ban on 1,500 kinds of assault weapons. And uh, honestly, I I didn't know there were 1,500. I, I didn't know that many. Well, I I didn't know either. But then again, he's too busy running around in blackface and, and shit and to really yeah. say, what up, yo? So here's a question I wanted to ask you about gun ownership. Uh-oh. So it's not a, not, not, not a, I want to make sure I ask this the correct way, right? Hang on. Okay. Oh, oh you didn't ask the question yet. Sorry. You got it right. You got to make it like you're writing. Uh, <laughs> I bet. Oh, five. You actually win. Suck it, Trebek. Um, so, uh, well, so my question was about people with guns, right? What do you What do you think about? And I'll go first if you want me to. But 
what do you think about people who own lots of guns, like not as a hobby, right? Not as a hobby and not as a collector, but like to repel the enemy. Like I have all these guns because I'm going to bring the fucking pain. Two words. Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. That's it. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, so I think that's I think that's you know I think they can do it, but I think they're dumb. I don't think I don't think any amount of guns is going to matter. I think training and sustainment with the gun that you have is what I, matters. I agree. What I what I am more concerned with is not the amount of guns, but the amount of ammo that you have. All the guns in the world are, are useless if you don't have the ammo to go with them. Oh, okay. See, I see. I think like 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 I'm, my thought on it. And and I think I summed it up earlier pretty well, but I think like if you're if you're owning guns to repel the enemy, right, and you have multiple guns, then you're gonna screw yourself with multiple multiple training, right? Like like you have to get good with about two or three guns, right? Like it's and here's the example I give Andy, and, and please, you know, comment on it, you know. Yeah. But uh what do they say? Twenty twenty feet and in, right? Transition, twenty feet and out, or twenty to twenty five, right? Twenty feet and out work the malfunction, right? So right. I just worked the malfunction. I don't even bother to try to train my brain, you know, like to count in my 20 feet or whatever. Right? right now, if I'm, if I'm really close to somebody, I'll transition. But for the most part, I just work the malfunction. I know how to work the malfunction well. Um, and if I can't get it, you know, then I'll transition. But, um, but I don't confuse myself with multiple steps because gunfighting is a fast sport. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think if you buy all different kinds of weapons, because you're going to repel the hordes, you're going to get fucking tore up. Well, I I could I can argue that a little bit, and I will. If you have, excuse me, if you have several of the same type of weapons platform, then you're good. Um, sight picture, after all, is basic, right? If you have a basic knowledge of sight picture, and <laughs> yeah, has got a Mickey's big mouth going on there, yay! Um, sight picture acquisition is is basic, right? If you have mm-hmm. that basic tenant down that basic skill set down um then you're typically going to be okay however uh if if you're like me i'm sorry i forgot the comma um however comma if uh if you're like me and uh well not like me because i don't have my guns anymore but um when i did have them i i practiced very often with all of them so um it depends. If you have them and you don't practice with them, I can maybe see your point. But where's where's the fun in that? If you're gonna have them, fucking shoot them, man. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just thought, like, you know, it, the the way it came up was was awkward. I don't really, I don't, you know. Um. Well, maybe we'll talk about that at another time. But uh, uh <laughs> you know, I met a killer. Oh boy. Anyway, anyway, um, anyway, my, my whole, my whole thought though, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, if you have similar types of guns, you'll be fine, you know, but here's the other thing too, is a lot of guys think, you know, like, oh, you know, if it isn't special forces, you know, then, then you're not, you know, then, then I'll be able to, I'll be able to fight it off, you know, uh, I don't, uh, but let me tell you somebody, some of these SWAT teams will fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> come through your house, like a hot knife through butter, man. <laughs> and you'll be wondering what the fuck just happened. Well, it's, it's like Mike Tyson said. And I'm not going to try to to do his his little voice, but uh, you know everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. Yeah, that's right. The great philosopher yeah. he did say that. 
Yeah. And it's true. Right. I mean, chocolate at the fog of war or whatever you want to call it. Um, nothing is going to go as you plan it to go. Garen fucking teed. No, I don't think so. That's why I say like, you know, I mean, and, and, and what the person was talking about, you know, was, was a, the purchase of a new gun and, you know, I'm down with that. I mean, you, you know, you can buy all the things you want to buy, but you know, if you think you're going to, you know, if you, if you think you're going to hold off the government with some shit you got in your house, man, they don't even have to enter. Well, <laughs> they'll just drop a. Can I can I caveat real quick? I know yeah. I don't, I don't want to dip in your show, but uh, you no, guys. Go are, ahead. Um, I want to caveat what Doc said with you know, um, it's also everybody wants to be a gangster, everybody wants to be a wolf until it's time to do some gangster or some wolf shit, and then it's like, oh, I was just I was just fronting, man, and there's people out there that are like, no, it, it I I need that same energy, son. You know, right. let's do this. Let's right. let and it, it it's getting there. I and, think. Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I, I'll agree with you on the SWAT teams, but your average cop can't shoot for shit. Oh, I know. I have the study here. I'm, I actually have the SOP nine study of the New York Review of uh, uh, two years of New York police shootings. Your average <laughs> your average cop is overweight. Yeah, and but, they still can't shoot for shit. But I know, I do know, I do know some of our teams train with the L.A. SWAT because mm-hmm. L.A. SWAT's the shit. Yeah. But I mean, and they have different uh, different types of equipment, different styles and different stuff like that. But but one of the things I'll, I mean, just the thing that I'm trying to say is, you know, if you're at home and if you're in your house and you think that shit you have in your living room is going to keep people from coming in that know what they're doing. Uh, well, you're, you're not going to defeat a, a dynamic entry by yourself. No, no, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, like uh, that, that was my point. And then the other thing that was, and then, and then the person made some unprofessional comments and I just pointed out how they're unprofessional. And, and then they asked me if I had a background and <laughs> I said, yeah, I got a little bit of one and they thanked me for my service and disconnected the conversation. So, <laughs> but, but, but I mean, I now I think if you collect guns, that's great, man. And I'm not saying you shouldn't collect guns and I'm not saying you shouldn't buy guns. I'm saying if you think the guns you're buying are going to help you repel the government, you're out of your fucking mind, man. <laughs> unless you have, unless you have a team of thirty of your best friends, and even then, they're gonna bring a team of a hundred of their best friends. <laughs> you know, I mean, so you're just gonna get destroyed by sheer numbers. Now, that's not to say, um, you know, all these like uh, insurgencies and various other things. You know, I, I hope people are mature enough to understand what I'm saying. You know, buying a gun, you know, because you enjoy it, because for self defense, for home defense, for things like that, I think. Are, are wonderful reasons to buy a gun. And you know what? You don't even need a reason to buy a gun. Nope. I'm just saying if you, ha- if your reason for buying X gun is to repel the military horde, that is a stupid reason. Now, now, now use that reason and buy all the guns you want and do whatever you want. I'm just saying on a scale of one to 10, I think that's a zero. Well, yes, but there are a lot of stupid people out there, but I'm not judging, you know? Yeah. Buy your own. Yeah. Do whatever, man. I just think it's a dumb reason. I mean, I, I have a fire blanket, uh, one of those fire blankets from the ship. I don't know how I got it. I found it when my my PCS. Right. No, I'm dead serious. I don't know how I got it. I think I know how I got it. I think I got it from a uh, 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 a night, whatever. Anyway, you know what? I can't even find that, that thing. And, you know, when I unpacked it, I was like, oh, maybe I could use this for a safety thing in my house. And then I was thinking, what? So my house just burns down around me while this blanket's over me? <laughs> so I get crushed by a two by four, but, well, but at least whole, I wasn't charred. <laughs> the, the whole idea of those is to, to put it around you so you can escape. Yeah. 
now. Again, if you want to, no, I've got one of the heavy duty curtains, the one that that stops it from spreading to the other compartments. Like it gets hung by a chain, uh-huh. like the super heavy. Like it's not for you; it's to keep it in the compartment. Sure, that's why I said I think I got it from a dining in or something. <laughs> uh, Vinny wrote something in the room. It's way too fucking long. Just call in, dude. <laughs> Read all that bullshit, right? <laughs> I, I just want to pose a question, if I could. Uh, like, yeah. So you're talking about um, uh, a, a self-made militia uh, gathering arms or whatever, and to think that you couldn't hold off the uh, the, the government. The, my question is, you have both served, and if you were in the government right now and you were given orders to uh, create tyranny in your own country and to go against the constitution, would you do it? I think you already know the answer to that. I'm just saying. So you, you, if you base a scenario on something, you have to think of what the opposite of that scenario is. So does the military actually take arms against their own citizens? Does our military take arms against our citizens would that ever happen is it, it is it in philadelphia because fuck them <laughs> well uh I, i'm just piquing interest in trying to strike conversation so, these are questions so i ask, honestly yeah. have I, i'm not so a military guy that, so before i answer that you do know philadelphia had a bomb dropped on it right no like in the in the in the 70s yeah uh wilson good dropped a bomb on it Look it up, producer. Uh, they dropped the bomb on the move. So, um, it was it was a group called the Move that held up a city tenement block, and the uh, the chief of police and the fire the chief of the fire department um, and, and the mayor said, "Fuck it, drop a bomb on them." And you know what the worst part is? They missed. <laughs> they fucking dropped the bomb and blew up the tenement next to them. But then what they did was, and the reason they got held liable was the the chief of police and the and the the chief of the fire department backed off and said, "Ah, just let it burn. They're not supposed to be in there anyway." Oh wow! And they just fucking let the whole block burn. But literally, Philadelphia is the only city in the world to have a bomb dropped on it by its fucking mayor. Well, see that that brings up a great point. So, in in short, Stizo, the government, as in the federal government, no, because of the Posse Comitatus Act. However, local governments, that's a whole different ballgame there. Um, you know, what, what, your, what your governor wants to do with the um, National Guard, it, it's, a, it's a state force. It's not a federal force. Well, he had the state police drop the bomb. But that, that's kind of my point. It's a, it's a local, not a federal thing. Do you see it, Stizo? Do you see the move? Yeah, it, 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 it's here. I'm just trying to read through it so I can get through. Um, yeah, no, no problem. Take your time reading through it, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you a different perspective. I think, uh, I think with the military act on on federal soil, I think it, I think it all, uh, honestly, it all depends on what's going on mm-hmm. uh, against American citizens, like what's happening. You know what I mean? I think if it's to uh, take constitutional rights, I don't think you'll see that. I think if it's to defend constitutional rights from having them taken, you might see that. Yeah. Um, I think it just, it all depends. Um, and then, you know, I mean, what people don't realize, too, is the military is pretty, you know, pretty divided. I think I think it's I think it's more conservative than liberal. But there, there's 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 a lot of liberal people in there. and There's a lot of progressives in the military. You know, I, I think we have them outnumbered now, but I don't know how long that'll last. But. Well, look at the Obama administration's litmus test for flag officers. Sure. Was would they sure. would they fire on American citizens? That was that was the litmus test to be promoted. Yeah, 
if your answer was no, well, thanks for playing. Right. If your answer was yes, then you would uh, you would get that nod to be promoted. Hey, I, I will add. I, you know, just just to go back to it, I know, and I know Steezo's reading about it, but you know, you know, here's what here's what irritates the crap out of me about um about that bombing in Philadelphia, and, and and this is what should irritate many of you hearing this for the first time. Why the fuck are you hearing it for the first time? That seems like a significant piece of history. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, Steezo. What'd you come out with? Um, thirty four years ago, Philadelphia Philadelphia dropped a bomb on itself. Uh, I'm just going to read the first three paragraphs. Uh, it was around Mother's Day 1985 when the Philadelphia city government stuffed explosives into a satchel, flew a helicopter over a home in on Osage Avenue in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days, um, and dropped a bomb on top of it. A uh, massive fire blazed and, uh, officials let, and, and officials let it. Eleven people were killed, among them five children. More than sixty homes were. Uh, this says razzed, but it should say fucking ravaged. Uh, and the neighborhood was left in ruin. Mayor Wilson Good and his top advisors at the time, including the district attorney Ed Randall, approved the decision to drop the explosive. They were attempted attempting to get rid of MOVE, the Move, uh, a radical liberation group living in a commune. So it's pretty much a 1985 version of Waco. Yeah. You were the girl that changed my world. You were the girl for me. You did the truth. I stand with you. So, so, uh, so a couple of things about that, real quick. We're only. I had no audio. Yeah, I. That's me pulling up Vinny. I was just going to say, so it was a guy by the name of John Africa who started the move and they took over the tenants and didn't want to leave. And I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but, um, but, but two things, right? Number one, um, you know, this is the first time a lot of you guys are hearing this, right? And, and, and that's crazy, right? But here, let me blow your mind even further. The jerky boys have a crank call where they say they're Wilson good. And that's what made it even funnier to me because I knew who Wilson Good actually was. <laughs> Everybody's laughing at the call. I'm laughing at the name. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, here's one last thing for you guys about that. So that case was actually settled in like 2001, 2002, and the daughter – um, like the, the, this is like the weirdest, the uh, ruling, like the judge ruled that the police chief and the fire chief or like, you know, all the officials involved in the decision to let it burn have to pay the uh, daughter a dollar a day for the rest of their lives or something. Wow. <laughs> but I think, I think they cashed out for like a, you know, you can cash out for a lump sum or something, but that was the order was like a dollar a day, like for the rest of their lives. Like, so however long they live, but it's crazy. Crazy thing, man. Crazy thing. Yeah, you know, on this show, not only do you get a little comedy, little you know, little and a little analysis, little obscure questions, but you also get a little history here. You know, that's you what go. we do on the pit, baby. Look to educate the masses every Friday night. Yeah. All right. Next headline. Let's move on. U.S. airstrikes hit all-time high. Yeah. As coronavirus spreads in Somalia. Boo. <laughs> Coronavirus is spreading in Somalia. Trying to flatten the curve, and I guess coronavirus. Yeah, coronavirus is ruining America battlefield dominance stories. You suck, Corona. (laughs) 
Terrible. Um, where's the crickets? Oh, wait. All right. You ready for your last headline? Your last international headline? Oh, please. I told you you weren't going to believe this one. Pre show. Well, I didn't want to play it. Am I supposed to go? Yes. That's your key. <laughs> Mum drinks sperm smoothies to fight off coronavirus. <laughs> I did see that, actually. <laughs> and I showed it to Connie. Um, nice. Yeah. She said no fucking way. Yeah. It isn't it isn't much it isn't much different to a mother breastfeeding her newborn to give them the nutrients they need. It isn't for everyone, but it is packed full of vitamins and I haven't had a cold or flu ever since drinking it in 2017. I also put it on my face to clear up my skin says Tracy 32. And that was the second time I got crashed. God bless Tracy. That's all I can say. And uh secondly, do you have her number? <laughs> Tracy, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> which which I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> but if you if you are listening to this podcast, could you please Thank write a bestseller and get on TV to promote that? Thank you, Stizo. That just helped things uh, flow right along, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we all know. We all know. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. But you know, you know what gave it away that this is out of Britain. The instead of mom, it said mum. Mum. Yeah, and I knew, I knew right when I knew there, I was like, yeah, this is a British story. Did it throw Crikey in there by any chance? Crikey! No, but I was wondering if I was going to see something about, like, these sperm smoothies straightening teeth or something. Uh, <laughs> that's, too easy. That's, a, that's a too easy joke. That's too easy. I don't know about sperm smoothie, but I got a different type of smoothie here for you. Good. I'll take it. Yeah? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's over the internet, so yeah. There you <laughs> go. Hey, <laughs> it's a lot. That's a lot darker than what I gave two weeks ago. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> 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 Woo! Save that one for when Stizo was taking a drink. That's right. For I know for certo. I mean, certain <laughs> that that was darker. Look, no, no pressure, but. For the last three weeks, you have actually made him spit beer out of his nose. I did. I did. I know. No, no pressure. But you know, this is week four. I got. I got. I, that's it, man. I got nothing. The headlines are over. We're yeah. done. I'm done. My round of material. Oh, thank God. I mean, uh, uh, well, you know, it's it's cool. Um, <laughs> it's always next week. Yeah, I, I broke the streak. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, the show's not over. Why you got something for us? I got nothing. Uh, all right. Well, uh, hey, let's wrap it up. Thank you for everybody for listening and um, catch you next week. No. <laughs> I mean, pretty much for the most part, unless we got a caller in the next five, four, <laughs> four and a half, three. All I'm going to say is I have been watching the guests in the room and uh, careful what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. No, no problem. All right. But hey, that's it. That is all I got. Those are your headlines, Pittsburgh. And I, and I got a, I got nothing. I got nothing. I've had a pretty busy week, so I didn't have a lot of time to put uh put anything much together. But uh, I can assure you, next week we'll uh we'll go the full hour. But you got anything you want to plug, Andy, before we wrap it up? Yeah, but she's upstairs. Um, wait, what? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, uh, not really. <laughs> not really. 
Oh, nice. Steezo, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, Yeah, but she's upstairs at Andy's house. <laughs> that and indicator. <laughs> Oh, nice, nice. Well, I do want to plug. Uh, hey, don't forget, don't forget about the uh, LTR bash coming up uh, August twenty second. Everyone gonna be there. Uh, you know, all the all the fans, all of us are gonna be there. Gonna have a really good time. Um, might even put some cash on the bar to open it up for some people. We'll see about that. Uh, number two, uh, um, don't forget nothing's off the table. Don't forget every show all week uh, on the Lose the Radio Network except Saturday. We never show on Saturday, right? Not typically. No. However, however. We are doing something special uh, tomorrow. Okay. So cool, we are, cool. We are having a virtual art gallery in support of one of our, our very um, loyal listeners. His, his wife right. is an artist, and because of corona, she can't do her gallery exhibit like it was originally planned. So we're going to do it live on the right. network. That sounds really gay. I mean, great. Yeah. So we'll do live uh, art, art show tomorrow. But um, And I think there's two shows on Sunday, right? Uh-huh. Got two shows on Sunday, so check it out. And then, as always, you can find us here every Friday night at 9 p.m. You can see, you can check us out live, or you can follow us on Spotify, Spreaker, Podchaser. I don't fucking know. There's a thousand. Uh, uh, yeah, iHeartRadio, YouTube. We are on YouTube though, um, so that's pretty cool. But that's it, folks. We'll see you again next week. 